Welcome to the Lexicon of Life podcast, your go-to place for all things confidence, content and community. I'm your host, Lexi, here to talk to you about how you can be your favourite self in business and in life. Welcome back to the Lexicon of Life podcast. Today I have with me Alana from Browse by AK and I cannot wait. This chick is just amazing and I'm so, so happy that she is on board with us today. Welcome, Alana. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to have a chat with you today. It's been so good and yeah, I'm just in awe of you all the time just from your inspirational (laughs) social media (laughs) posts. Everything that you stand for is just awesome and I really love that you are creating a space um, for people just to speak on lots of different things, including mental health, which is super important. Really, really special to me. So no, thank you for the opportunity to have a chat. I'm excited. No problem. So tell us a bit of about yourself and your business journey so far. Yeah. So just a little bit of background about me and it's crazy. People always sort of get shocked when I tell them this, but I actually grew up in Alice Springs. So I was born and raised in the Northern Territory, desert rat at heart. And I moved to Adelaide when I was just 18. So pretty young, pretty vulnerable. And I moved here for uni. I then studied graphic design, sort of finished that degree, wasn't really sure what I wanted to sort of do with that. I've absolutely used those skills now when I look back in hindsight, but yeah, wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to do with that. So jumped over, worked a few odd jobs here and there, a bit of retail, then went back to uni, did marketing, again, went off and worked in sales and I don't know. I felt like naturally I always have got a bit of like an issue with authority. (laughs) Don't really like being told what to do. So I think naturally deep down, I always sort of knew and I envisaged that I would work for myself. I just didn't exactly know what that would be. And then went back to uni again. God, like I've got like two and a half degrees. So, (laughs) um, always the way. Seriously, like life, it, throws curveballs in there but then yeah which is when I was studying education which is how I got into my brow side business at the time I was doing like six or seven clients a week and then naturally it just sort of built from there and that's sort of really how I got started into my own business. Wow that's so awesome and you know what it's so common for people to just kind of fall into business yeah especially like side hustle kind of stuff yeah and then grow it because of the demand that you've got there so I love that it just came really organically. It really did and to be honest with you had you have told me five years ago that this is exactly where I'd be I would have not believed you at all that I'd be working in beauty no way but here we are so. That's so cool so I guess the concept now you've had your brow business for how many years now? Sorry I did my course it was about five years ago now and yeah like I said just been working sort of like on the side it's probably been it was actually now I look back, it's like divine timing, but I started to really build my business just before COVID hit. And unfortunately, the beauty industry and like the creative industry was one that was impacted, I feel like, the most and hit the hardest. And so when COVID hit, I had to close for about four months. And it was it was just crazy that I had to sort of close when I felt like I was really building momentum. But in hindsight, again, like I look back and I've learned so much through that time. But yeah, so really two and a bit years that I've okay. been focusing on it. Great. And so now you've kind of stepped into your new studio that mm-hmm. you've launched 4422. Can yeah. you tell us a little bit about that? Of course I can. I I feel like, again, like what I was saying, like I've always felt like I wanted to work for myself and do something for myself. And I've always aspired to have my own space. Uh, I really aspire to create 
a welcoming and warm environment, which is what I hope I've sort of achieved within the doors of 4422. But in there, it's myself and my brow business. And then I do have uh, my sidekick, Kayla. She's a makeup artist. So there's the two of us in there. But, you know, it's not just I hope and I sort of envisage that it's going to become a really collaborative space. I have lots of ideas. My brain is always ticking over in terms of like what I hope to achieve within there. And yeah, always sort of thinking of additional things that I can sort of provide within there, whether it's myself, whether it's other people that want to come in and collaborate. So the door's always open. Yeah, that's so cool. So you've kind of got this open-ended idea in a sense because the studio, I think a lot of people now are doing these kind of co working environments where you can like rent a chair for example or do your own creative stuff Mm -hmm. in uh, this collaborative space so I really love that thank you offering that yeah um it's on the corner of South Road South Road Anzac Highway Highway. or Blockbuster building yes (laughs) yes for those who remember (laughs) who actually know what Blockbuster is if you don't know what Blockbuster is you're too young to be listening to this podcast yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) switch off no I don't keep listening (laughs) so that's really awesome and I'm really glad like Chookers for you for opening up a business especially since we're still mid-pandemic in a way yeah and yeah just love that for you that you can have that space for yourself and it's Thank now, you. like out of home and all those kinds oh, of things. Oh and that's exactly it you know and I've always sort of really loved the aspect of separating my home life which I'm a tourist so home yeah. really important to me being like a safe and happy place and then work again being a safe and happy place but separating the two. Absolutely. But yeah. Yeah I agree with you there. <laughs> so what were some of the struggles I guess starting out within the business and like you mentioned you know you were kind of doing it before COVID as well mm-hmm. and just even some roadblocks that you might have been coming up with within life and business almost interchangeably and how did you overcome those yeah and I mean like life in itself peaks and troughs you know we are and this is one thing that I pride myself on you know it's that openness and awareness about mental health and I struggle with anxiety and bouts of depression and for me that's my main struggle I think when I'm going through some stuff is when I sort of do find myself feeling really debilitated and it's about those everyday practices that I try and work through and work on to help better myself and those struggles are what have really impacted me the most but it's also those creeping thoughts of self-doubt and believing and unfortunately for me I went through some pretty horrific stuff about six years ago and I feel as much as I've worked through them absolutely something that always sort of pops up is that sense of never being enough and definitely as a business owner, you know, like particularly now with COVID, I constantly have cancellations because people have to isolate or they're a close contact or they've tested positive or just life comes up. And ultimately, like sometimes I get those emails or messages that they have to cancel and I'm like, in my head, am I not good enough? Do these clients not want to come and get their brows done by me? And it's just reminding yourself of the stuff that you've been through and sort of progressing and working through it and surrounding yourself with like-minded people that genuinely truly care about you and reminding you like some days you just need a little kick up the butt from someone that actually really cares about you. But I think those are the main things that sort of have impacted me. It's that self-doubt, but also the ever-changing environment, you know, social media, yeah. It's like uh, comparison is a thief of joy. 100%. You know, and I I read that in a magazine and I was like, yeah, wow, I'd forgotten about that saying because it's so true and I try my very best to look at social media and not 
look at other people and compare my life to theirs because remind myself it is a highlight reel and I really try and be quite real and raw and vulnerable on there because, you know, not every day is going to be rainbows and butterflies. Some days are so much harder than others. So, you know, it is just believing in yourself as well and focusing on the why. Yeah. Why did you get started when you're going through those tough patches? Why did I do this? Because I, to Christmas time, I sent like a message out to my family and I was like, hey guys, just letting you know, I'm closing my business for about two weeks, could not keep up with the demands of like COVID, ISO, all of that stuff. I was having like six or seven cancellations a day and I just couldn't deal with it. I was like, this is so, excuse my language, but fucked. (laughs) (laughs) We like to swear on this podcast. Okay, I was going to say, can I swear? I don't know. Like, is that inappropriate? And yeah, so... You know, again, like my family were just so supportive Mm -hmm. and it is reminding yourself again of the why. And I said this to my sister, I was like, if you'd have told me two years ago, this is what it would be like to be a business owner. Not only Mm -hmm. do you have challenges as it is, but throw a pandemic in there, cute. Why am I doing this? Love that. Maybe I could just go and get a job (laughs) where I can sit at home and like work from home and not be impacted by the closures of the world. (laughs) But um, when I do sort of sit down at the end of a really long weekend, I'm exhausted and my feet hurt, my back hurt. I remind myself that, yeah, I do this and I do this for me. I do it for my clients and I do that for that self-satisfaction that I'm Mm -hmm. sort of hopefully making an impact. Yeah. (laughs) And I guess it is really difficult when you've got a client facing hands-on business as well especially pandemic wise you know yeah. you are in close contact I have to be with my clients I thought yeah. about it during the first lockdown I was like hmm could I do online tutorials hey let's FaceTime get your tweezers out and I'm oh going to help gosh. teach you which ones to take out and which yeah. ones not but it doesn't work like mm-hmm. that <laughs> no and I think yeah I don't know if that would be better or worse who knows no like, it would be worse uh, I do, yeah. as much as I love my clients and if you're all listening no. I love you guys but don't touch the tweezers put them down yeah yeah (laughs) save yourself (laughs) so I love that and you know like you said there are peaks and troughs with absolutely life with Mm -hmm. business every single aspect yeah that we go through so I just love that you are so open and raw about that because like you said it's a highlight reel so Mm. we do need to like remember and just keep telling ourselves that people are just putting out their five percent oh and that's exactly it you know and you do have to sort of stop down and recognize and I you know I'm not a like privy to it It does happen to me sometimes but I think I am more aware and I think I really like stem back from a couple of years ago I met a few people that I followed in Instagram and I really aspired Mm -hmm. to sort of like almost like I've always aspired to be myself but I aspired to be more like them just based on their social media presence and I met them in real life and I was like you're nothing like what you like sort of approach yourself to be on your social media platform Mm -hmm. and it's really interesting that really opened up my eyes so I always try my best to be really honest and open Mm -hmm. on there myself all the time a really good reminder for people so yeah it is what advice do you have for someone who may be struggling to keep up with life business and everything in between Mm -hmm. I think like the best advice I can give is that the sun will come up tomorrow you know and you do have to remind yourself not like what I said before not every day is going to be rainbows and butterflies and cupcakes Mm -hmm. every there are going to be like tougher days and there are going to be days that Everything seems seamless and everything just flows. But it, again, stems from those habitual sort of things that you place into your life and do things that are good for you, you know, as much as we almost like in today's society, we we glamorize being busy mm. and we glamorize that like constant hustle. And I think 
I had to ISO for seven days a couple of weeks ago and it was a really beautiful reminder. As much as the first day, I was like, what the hell am I going to do in this house for seven days? And also can't run my business. How can I hustle from home? But it was a really like almost like gentle reminder that you do need to prioritize rest. It is really important. And I think, again, like remind yourself of why you started because sometimes you will lose your way. And sometimes you will fall off the bandwagon and sometimes you will get surrounded by people that aren't necessarily good for you and people that don't genuinely want the best for you. And I've been through that a couple of times and I found myself in the wrong crowd and they've really impacted my mental health because I'm a people pleaser. And I just, I want people around me to feel good and feel inspired and feel motivated. And sometimes it detracts from my own energy. And yeah, just again, like remind yourself of the why and just like, go through ride the waves yeah yeah great so you have such good advice all round anyway and I just love that and if anyone you know I'll plug um Alana's social media in a moment but I would love to know and I'm sure that our listeners would love to know some practices that you basically live by day to day Mm -hmm. what are some of the things that you just can't live without yeah, one thing particularly is my running. It definitely helps clarify my headspace. I I started running about five years ago. I've always been quite fit and active and healthy. You know, my parents sort of promoted a really healthy lifestyle. And, you know, growing up in Alice Springs, there wasn't a whole lot to do. You either played sport or you went down a deep, dark sort of hole into another direction. But Mm. thankfully for me, I went sort of like the positive way. And yeah, about five years ago, just like going through some mental struggles. And I went for a run one day and I really sort of noticed the change in my mental headspace. I felt really clear and clarified Mm. and it just sort of stemmed from there. And then naturally having like quite an obsessive compulsive personality um one of my girlfriends was like you should like train for a half marathon I was like no thanks absolutely no way am I Mm. doing 21.1 case there's no way and then I was like competitive nature came out of me and I was like oh why not I'll do one and then that'll be it I did it and I fell in love and running has sort of been something that's incredibly close to my heart you know not only just for like the physical benefits but particularly those mental mental clarity that I it's actually scientifically proven a thing like the runner's high you sort of get to a point in a run and like the endorphins start to kick in and they say that the um, endorphins that are released are Mm. similar to the emotion that you feel when you're falling in love so what a beautiful feeling and yeah that definitely helps me but also again like being around people that are genuinely truly like wanting the best for me and surrounding myself with like-minded and really beautiful people but again finding that time for me like the rest Mm. and the recovery and eating well and sleeping well it's it's really important I just like to take a really holistic wholesome approach to everything that I do in life yeah that's awesome I love that I know that um yeah I just watch all of your running stuff I'm just like (laughs) oh my god like I wish I was there but yeah this damn knee though (laughs) I know it's so unfortunate yeah otherwise you would definitely be there yeah I just I even last year was probably my first year I didn't I ran not in the winter Mm mm-hmm because that's my favourite time to run is it's raining, yeah, it's I love it. blizzard, mm-hmm. whatever. Like yeah. there's just full storm happening and I love Something going out it, in a it? run mm-hmm. um, fully like decked in all of my like waterproof gear yeah. and just zoning out. And mm-hmm. basically it's like, is it sweat? Is it rain? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, last year was my first time not doing it and I just felt like I know that I've missed out on yeah. that. And it's like usually be like something that I would recount. Mm-hmm. 
And then, yeah, you just do notice that. You do notice it. You do notice it. I have a running coach at the moment and, like, I was expressing to him sort of, like, a bit of anxiety. And and, and as much as I do like to lean on my running as a way of dealing with my anxiety, you know, I always am mindful that, you know, if unfortunately for whatever reason, if I'm injured or, God forbid, like, hurt myself, there are other ways that I can Mm. manage my mental health as well. So it is about having that holistic and wholesome approach to everything. And you're not so reliant on one thing as well to get all of your joy and energy and stuff like that. So that's so cool. Hey, babe, what you got there? This is a check from Carvana. I just sold my car to them. I went online and Carvana gave me an offer right away. Then they just picked up the car and gave me this. Well, it's a big check. Well, obviously you could put this towards your next car, or we could finally get that jacuzzi, or I could start taking tuba lessons, or I could quit my job and write my memoir. Or I can put it towards my next car with Carvana. Sorry, your check, not mine. Sell your car to Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get a real offer in seconds. Um, I would love to know your advice for other women who are wondering if they should take their passion and turn it into a business, even with the self-doubts kicking in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And exactly what I was saying before, self-doubt is one thing that often kicks in. And as a, you know, established business owner, you know, whether it's whoever, like CEO of a massive, like multi-billionaire company or whatever, or a small business, there are always going to be days where you do have that sense of self-doubt or almost like I sometimes get like that imposter syndrome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Time. Right. <laughs> like there are times I'm like, oh, this is, mm, I don't mm, know. Like, yeah, am I? Voice. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Fuck off. Like. Yeah. Like, honestly, like <laughs> I appreciate you for like wanting me to do better and prosper and move forward. But sometimes I'm like, mate, like, come on. but just that sense of belief and start small Mm -hmm. you're not going to wake up one morning and be an overnight success you're just not unfortunately like and I am a firm believer in divine timing and everything happening for a reason but you can't just sit there and pray and hope to God that it's going to happen put in the hard work you know it's not easy and it does take time and if you believe in yourself, you will build that success. But do your research, you know, is there a hole in the market for what you're wanting to do? But also believe in yourself and put in the groundwork and go for it. Like you you have to give it a go. 100%. You know, it's, it's not, not going to happen if you just sit there and hope and pray to God. Like I wish that yeah. that's how it worked. <laughs> but unfortunately, it's long hours and you're constantly on. And when you own a business, you never stop. You know, my phone never stops. I love it. There are some days I'm like running and like I'll get a text message from a client. I'm like, nope, this phone, I'm going to throw in the fucking ocean. Like I'm done with it. But unfortunately, it's the reality of owning a business. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's never ending and it's 24-7, but I wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah, I completely agree with you there. And it is, it's never going to fall in your lap. It's not oh, going absolutely. to happen without the hard no, work. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, unless success. your name is Paris Hilton. But yeah. like. <laughs> Even then, bitch. Like, now Kim Kardashian came under Yeah, I was going to say, her. right? <laughs> Kardashian. Why couldn't I have been born? Yeah, literally. <laughs> That's it's, okay. We weren't. <laughs> we still. It's like there's no such thing as an overnight success. It's years of absolutely. in the making. It's that iceberg. You know, you see yep. the tip of it and mm-hmm. you don't see all of the work underneath it. No, you don't. So, and I sometimes yeah. think that my client's they don't recognize and realize. I mean, they do obviously see me working incredibly hard, but I don't realize the back end of it. Like yesterday, I only had a couple of clients in, but then I had to do admin work. I had to work through my social media strategy. I had to look at all the the back end stuff that I disregarded because I hadn't had time. It's nonstop and it's never ending. But yeah, just tap into your why and put in the hard work and believe in yourself. That's one thing. Balance. Balance. Remember Mm. to rest. Balance. Mm. (laughs) 
I know when I'm like, everyone know how to say no. And I just. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what the word no is. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could listen to my own advice. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) So to wrap up today, I would love to know one or a few of your Mm -hmm. favorite local businesses that our listeners should flock to support. Yeah, so I have a little list. Like I love yes. this question. Actually, I'm so sorry. I might just like no, drag on a little bit, it. but I um the creative industry is one industry that's incredibly sort of I suppose close to my heart, and particularly like during everything that's sort of been happening with the pandemic. Uh, one obviously can't not give a shout out to my girl Kayla. She's like my little sidekick. So, and one of the only people that I will let touch my face. She does amazing skin. So <laughs> Kayla Adam makeup on Instagram. She's fantastic. So shout out to her. Also, um, her name's Miranda, but her social is oh wild. She's a photographer. So she helped. I've done a shoot with her before. I've done two shoots with her now actually and she helped create the beautiful imagery that we had to release like the launch of studio 4422 she's incredibly talented love her she's also one of my clients and then my graphic designer Gemma Wallace she goes under Edgeways design on socials and awesome she turned around my studio 4422 design in like less than a day I was like fuck Gem, I need to send this to my sign writer I was like please can you do anything she absolutely nailed it So that's sort of like falling under the creative industries. But like I was saying before, holistic approach to everything. As much as I run, I also go to Pilates like a couple of times a week. So my KX girls at Glenelg, they're amazing. I love everything that they're about. It's another place where I go to sort of just like switch off, find that clarity. But my naturopath, Tamara Killian, she's Tamara Killian Naturopathy, I think, on socials. She has honestly saved my life. So early last year, I broke my foot and my physio legend, love him. He actually was like to me, I really want to sort of like check out your whole general health as like an entirety and just have a little look at a few things. My diet was so off. I wasn't eating enough for how much I was exercising. Mm -hmm. Just like a few imbalances in terms of my hormones and tomorrow's helped me level all of that out. So that's true, sort of like under the health and well-being aspect. But I'm also really passionate about um, like charitable work and foundations. And one, we actually, we did the runway together, yeah. the Mosley Beach Club, the Village Sunset Coat. Style, yeah, yes. yeah. Sorry, the Village <laughs> Coat. I actually don't want to do either of these businesses a disservice. So I'm just going to read a little bit. It's one thing that's actually really passionate for me and um, you listeners might laugh because I don't have a partner, but I really want to have a baby, whether it's like... With a partner or if I end up embarking on that journey on my own um, is something that I really I really want to be a mum, like hopefully in the next like five years. Yeah. So these two foundations, so the Village Co is the first one. It's a non, not-for-profit organisation passionate about seeing all South Australian new mothers, regardless of their background or disadvantage, embraced and supported as they begin the life-changing journey of motherhood. And the other one is called Still Aware. So Still Aware are committed to raising awareness of the very real statistics of stillbirth in Australia, working to end preventable stillbirth. So I found out about Still Aware. She's become a really beautiful friend of mine. The whole family have Claire, who started it. She unfortunately had a stillborn angel, uh, I think it was 2014, and since then she's dedicated all of her time to sort of creating this foundation. And I think what they're doing is amazing. Wow, that's yeah, so true foundation. beautiful. Close to my heart. Yeah, so. definitely. Yeah. That's, 
Yeah, and you don't really offer to hear about these kinds of Mm-mm. foundations. In no, you don't. Your regular so. kind of charity. And that's exactly talks. right. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for no, that that's to the table okay. Because we do have a lot of listeners that are women, especially a lot of mums, yeah. of business owners. So I yeah. think um, those are definitely two charities that would be very close to some people's mm-hmm. hearts. Absolutely. So thank you so much for sharing. No, um, my pleasure. Where can our listeners find you online? Find me. Sorry, my Instagram, my personal handle is AK, and people always ask me what this is, and I'll just quickly. Alana Kareen is my like full name. So AK stems back from the MySpace days when oh, I yeah. needed a username, <laughs> couldn't find a thing. Alana Kareen Smith, like, I'm sorry, how am I meant to sort of like, I don't know. And it just was like a random bunch of letters that I typed in and it's just stuck. So AKAE is my personal. And then Browse by AK and then Studio 4422 has an Instagram as well. And Alana is actually starting to do her own podcast. Yes, well. I am. Sorry, yeah. Can we know the name? Of course we can. It is actually called 25th of Feb. Okay. Yeah. Any significance there? Yeah. So it is. So I um, sort of was explaining it before, but yeah. the notion is that everyone has had a yes. definitive moment in time. And for me, that was the 25th of February, 2016. Lovely. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to hear your podcast. Everyone Yay. go and flock to it when she launches it. So how thank exciting. Thanks Very so much. cool. Thank you so much for coming on board. No, thank podcast. you so much for having me. I've had such an amazing time. I love everything that you do as well. You're so inspiring and I'm really <laughs> grateful to have like-minded people like yourself around me so thanks for having me thanks it's been good i think our paths crossed um a few years ago for a reason absolutely divine timing the stars they absolutely (laughs) thanks alana so much thank you so much lexicon acknowledges and pays respects to the ghana people the traditional custodians of these lands and waters where we live and work we continue to pay our respects to elders past present and emerging All advice is general in nature and is based on my own personal experiences or those of interviewees. Take it with a pinch of salt and apply it to your life as you wish. Let's finish up with some of my favourite affirmations. I am enough. I am worthy. I am alive. Thank you so much for joining us on the Lexicon of Life podcast. It has been a pleasure having you today. Best wishes and warmest regards. Ciao for now.